Globalization Partners is the world's leading global employment platform that makes it fast and easy for employers to hire anyone, anywhere, without having to set up international branch offices or subsidiaries. By using Globalization Partners' proprietary AI-enabled automated and compliant platform, companies can grow revenue faster, improve their access to global talent and minimise risk. Customers receive around-the-clock access to the industry's largest and most experienced team of global HR experts who can assist with questions about hiring talent in over 187 countries. 187 countries. Yaha, you heard right there, my friend. Gee, globalisation partners succeed faster. To learn more, visit globalisation-partners.com, that's globalisation with a Z, and don't forget to tell them, Tarpod sent you. Listening to Tarpod. We talk talent engagement and mobility with the experts. That means you get the best info, knowledge, and advice with a side of fun. Now, here are the pair that sound younger than they look Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi everyone, welcome to Tarpod. I'm Craig. And I'm Lauren. Today we are joined by the wonderful Gareth Flynn, who is the director of TQ Solution. But more importantly, we have the now infamous, world famous Pamela Stroud, the head of talent acquisition and engagement experience at the REA Group and the winner of Talent Leader of the Year for 2021 at the ITIS. Welcome, welcome. Woo bloody who. Thank you for having me. G'day, Gareth. G'day, Pam. And Gareth is joining us today as not only um, a vent partner for the Idas, but also sponsor of the award that Pam won, Enterprise Talent Leader of the Year. So it's going to be a real great get-together because we've all been on this show a number of times, so we're all very comfortable with each other. So um, this could go anywhere. But (laughs) I wanted to lead off, Pam, with... The opening statement that was uh, delivered on your nomination from one of your wonderful team. Now, this is so just, I wish I had some music to go to make it sound really good. Do you want me to sing? Gareth can sing. No, I'm not singing. No, <laughs> I don't think either, anyone should sing. Oh, we'll we'll kick off the words. <laughs> just get on with the money. <laughs> All right. Pam is the type of leader you get once in a lifetime. Not only is she kind, empathic, and incredibly funny, she also has a strong strategic mindset, is a powerful influencer, and is full of big ideas that change the game. If anyone at REA is the epitome of embodying the values of keep it real, do it with heart, and do it as one team, it's Pam. Oh, wow. That's wow. just oh, gee, awesome. that's, that's amazing, isn't it? That's really lovely. I'd actually forgotten that that was in there. Wow. So, so did your mum write that? <laughs> <laughs> my, that my I don't mum think was writing. My mum would say such a kind <laughs> thing. Just we're, asking. We're here really as a group, so that people who are listening can find out and get involved with what what the hell makes a great leader in talent acquisition, particularly of a larger team. And I mean, I know Gareth, you've had involvement across the board with many, many, many businesses, worked with large, large teams. You say so you have a little bit of insight and maybe even a little bit of knowledge of Pam um, as an individual and how she works. So do you want to kick off proceedings a little bit here? Yeah, no, love to. And look, Pam, congratulations. Awesome for you and REA. You know, obviously coming off the back of the win last year for the team and you now as an individual, it's testament to um, uh, to you guys. It's outstanding. Mm. And I think I know a lot of the 
finalists in this category. I've, I've worked with many of them. Um, that was a really, really tough group of people to come out on top. So seriously, congratulations yeah. from um, yeah, myself and the team at TQ Solutions as well. Um, a couple of things I think, Craig, uh, you know, I went through the nomination um, and I've just highlighted a few things. You, you've obviously called out that, that first uh, sentence. It is really evident, having read that nomination, that Pam's team love her, Have they think they have total respect in her um, and the affection that's displayed to their leader is palpable through the words mm. in the nomination, yeah. which just shone through um, when we went through the scoring. Mm. Um, I think the other thing for me, this was on the back of 18 months of pretty tough times. And again, really clear that there was genuine and phenomenal leadership from Pam to that group, helping them navigate and get through the really toughest of times uh, during 2020 and early 21. Really impressively as well, um, not only did you cope with all the crap that was going on externally, but you drove some real change. You influenced the business. Uh, you influenced the team. They they said you helped them change their mindset. Yeah. You gathered momentum and you you implemented transformation. You got investment in the function during, during those times. So, you know, you moved the needle. And I loved, Pam, it came through in here. You cancelled, in the world of cancel culture, you cancelled talent acquisition. Yes. And you know this is, a, this is a real passion of mine. You have cancelled acquisition, and I commend you for that. And your team called it out and said, you've changed them to become a talent attraction and engagement experience team. That is really cool. And I think the final thing for me, Craig, that really shone, uh, Pam's a genuine human mm. and focuses on the human experience, whether it's her team, the candidate or the hiring manager, there is a focus on people as humans. And that shone through in the words that were on the nomination. And, and no surprise that you came out on top, Pam. Really, it was outstanding. Gareth, thank you. Honestly, coming from someone like yourself, um, you and I have known each other for a very long time and you've seen my journey over the last few years. That means the world to me. Um, it's not an easy ride in this role at all. And I think particularly over the last 18 months, I had three little girls at home, homeschooling at the same time. So, you know, it's this constant battle of mother guilt of doing the right thing there, but then guilt towards making sure your team get the best version of you in a really hard mm. time as well. Um, so I'm so, I'm honestly, I'm almost a little bit tearful I'm so deeply touched by this. Um, Gareth, you'll know I don't like the fuss. The introvert in me is just dying here on, on the inside. I was almost relieved it wasn't done face-to-face -face because um, I, I just don't like the attention. Uh, oh, but my it is goodness, really no. I wanted you on stage in a ball gown, <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, it really just means the world. And I think it meant more to me that I didn't actually do the submission. My team did it on my behalf without me knowing I only found out the day they said they submitted it um, and that's you know that's more important to me than than anything else because I'm quirky I'm South African I swear a lot I've got big <laughs> ideas I wear my heart on my sleeve I'm far from perfect so it really is um yeah it means the world yeah I think that humility um and the love that that Gareth spoke of is born from respect and how you're leading from the front. So some of the initiatives that were in your nomination and as a team you've achieved over the past, you know, year to two years, because let's include the talent team of the year award the, of the previous year. There's been a hell of a lot of change over, over a period. Is there, is there something that you're most proud of? That's a hard question, huh? Yeah, look, you know, there's probably a couple of things. There's probably on the people side, 
I'm really proud of how our team stuck together over mm. over COVID. Um, was it you, Craig, I was talking to yesterday where you said have I had much turnover in my yes. team and there's been so much movement? And, you know, touch wood, that, that could all change. The recruiters are in high demand. But, you know, I've managed to hold on to my core team for the last couple of years, but also just grow it. I think we're almost three times the size of what we were, um, you know, a year ago. So I'm really proud of the friendships that we've got in that group, the honesty that we've got in that group. And we're just a a really, really tight knit team. And we've managed to hold on to that, even though we've been remote for the last couple of years. And then I think on the the work side of things, I'm just really impressed with the investment that we've been able to get into our team. And look, that's testament to my boss and that's testament to how REA works as well. But there has never been a time in the last 18 months where my boss or our CEO has looked at me and gone, no, I can't give you what you need. In fact, it's the opposite. I'll come in with all of my ideas and I'll say, this is what I need. And every single time they've come back and gone, I'll give you whatever you need to make it work. And I think that's just testament to the fact that talent acquisition is officially on the map or talent attraction or, you know, whatever you want to call it, we are no longer a paper-pushing administrative function. The business needs us to be able to deliver on their strategy and to hire people at the moment is so super hard, especially across the tech space. And, Gareth, you and I spoke yesterday about, you know, some of the companies you're working with. It is just so fiercely competitive so, you know, I'm just delighted that I work in an organisation and, and they listen to what, you know, the crazy ideas I have and, and the things I want to do and they back me in it, which, you know, a lot of organisations don't get the, the privilege of and a lot of TA leaders don't get the privilege of. Yeah. So either they say yes because they believe in what I'm doing or they terrified <laughs> that I might throw tantrum. So they say yes as well. But no, I'm, that's probably what I'm most proud of is, um, yeah, just the investment into my team. I think that you really highlight there over the last 12 months, it's really made a lot of inroads in the TA and talent um, engagement areas that we are needed. We are highlighted amongst businesses now that they got rid of us so quickly in 2020 when um, the shit hit the fan basically with COVID and then now it's like we need you. We we shouldn't have done that and we are an integral part of the business and not just part of human resources anymore, as you said, paper mm. push. We, we're more the marketing function. We're more of the attraction. We're more engagement. We're all of those things and uh, it's a huge congratulations to you for really pushing that forward with REA. Thank you and I think you know another thing I'm proud of with the team is we are so integrated into our entire people function and how we work. Gareth has had the privilege of coming into our people leadership team a couple of times to talk about his career conversation business but I'm sure you've got a snippet Gareth of how TA is not a separate function and we're not dictated to by the business. We're involved in, you know, talent and succession, in our workforce planning, in our branding, in our REM conversations, in our skills and capabilities, you know, matching what the market is saying. What is the market saying? Um, You know, and I think that wasn't always the case. And I think in the last couple of years, because TA has become so complex and so much harder, we've had to have a voice in areas that we probably haven't had before. So, you know, I'm proud of the team. They've really had to lift. We've had some crunchy conversations. We've had some crunchy challenges to deal with. Um, We've got a business that is in, you know, high growth, as a lot of tech businesses are, and we're, you know, facing into a lot of challenges. But it could not be a more exciting time for us to be in this space. And, um, yeah, no, I'm just proud of how beautifully integrated we are into how REA works from a people perspective. Yeah, look, some mm. some of the um, stats that were in the submission, I'll just 
um, touch on them a little bit. I don't know what those were. <laughs> so I've got a favourite on that one oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> so in the in the financial year twenty one, you increased your highs forty percent, dropped agency usage down to two percent. Um, yes. But also, not only during this tough time of high increased hires, growing your own team, and also the the real challenge of recruiting in the primarily the tech space, you focused a little bit on diversity too, with getting a really good gender split for you know fifty three percent male, forty percent female in a tech driven environment. This is amazing. So not only are you competing for talent, you've got bigger things in play here that you're aiming at as a group and as a business that clearly is driven by your team. Yeah, look, gosh, there are so many metrics that you try and shift the needle on, Craig, as you as you can well imagine. And, you know, we haven't nailed all of them. Um, diversity is hard, I'll be mm. perfectly honest. Um, we do we do better on the diversity side across our digital and go-to-market roles than we do across our tech roles. And I'm just being completely candid. You know, that is absolutely a work in progress for us in an area we're investing quite heavily in. I think from an agency perspective, we we have a fairly decent sized team. So the number of roles we hire or for the number of roles we hire, given the size of the team, we're actually really well resourced, Mm. which a lot of TA teams aren't. So we've got the time and we've got the space to really focus on on sourcing, on headhunting, on nurturing candidates. Our employer branding team have just absolutely knocked things out of the park this year in positioning REA in a really unique way. And I think that's really helped those stats. We have leveraged partnerships more so this year than we ever have before. So we have a tremendous partnership with an organisation called Preactor who really supported us, not on the recruitment side of things necessarily, but looking at our process, how do we stand out in market um, and how do we make sure that we can hire diverse people um, but also hire at scale and speed. So I feel like we've got all the tools to make us hum as well as we as we possibly can as a function and that's just reflected in the numbers. Hey, Pam, I've actually got a question about you as a person here if you don't mind Um, intriguing uh, (laughs) leadership is a really lonely job occasionally and um you know you've you already called out you've got three kids at home you've got a you know busy family life um you've got a team you're looking after and are clearly um you know really focused on their health their well-being Hmm. um how do you look after yourself how did you you know i I had some pretty low moments during 2020 2021 Hmm. um and I think everyone in the leadership role has. How how did you look after yourself and keep that positive and that engaged and that motivated during those tough times? No, oh, Gareth, it's a good question. And I was actually, when I was brushing my teeth this morning, having, <laughs> having a bit of a think of what you might ask me today. And I think, you know, leadership for me has been a, a, a journey and I'm still on it. It's not something I feel like you ever get right. You have a new person join your team with a different style. You're having to adapt all the time. Um, you know, and I've I've grown up, you know, I've hit my 40s and I just have a slightly different perspective on life. So I think, I think what keeps me sane in these moments is I have a very strong support network at home and at work. I work in an environment where I feel like I can be myself and I can be vulnerable. And one of the things I've learned with my team is it's actually okay just to say I'm actually not okay. Um, I'm struggling with this or things aren't going my way. So that's been really helpful over the last couple of years where I don't feel like I have to know the answers to everything and I don't feel like I have to be this happy, bubbly Pam Stroud 24-7. I can just be me and that's come with, you know, putting in the hard yards over three and a half years with REA. Um, you know, look, I, 
I just don't put too much pressure on myself, to be honest, Gareth. I focus on what I can control. Um, I am ever the optimist, which does which does help. And I do get a lot of joy from the chaos. So the more there is to solve, the more excited I get by it in a weird way. But I don't let the small things get me down. Um, and, you know, I focus on my fitness and my mental health. Mm. So, you know, I have a gratitude journal where I focus on that every day. I make sure that I split my time at work and my time I have at home with my family are two quite separate things. I exercise every day. I do all those sorts of things. So, you know, work for me is, and leading a team is really important, but it's not everything in my life. And I find having a balance across all the elements that are important to me helps. Mm. But you know, it's, it's been tough. So you do have your moments where you want to tear your hair out, but I'm human and I do the best I can do day to day. Mm. So Pam, what Mm. advice would you give to any TA people out there who are up and coming through the ranks and have aspirations of leadership? Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, run away. A lot of coffee. (laughs) Run away. No, no, no. Look, I think you really have to want to do a leadership role. Um, you know, I've led people over the years who have been really eager to step into a leadership role and then once they've got there, have realised it's actually harder than they expect. You know, I think you have to get to a point where, you know, you have to really want to lead a team. You have to be driven by other people's success. Mm. You have to be driven by not knowing all the answers and allowing the people around you to shine. You've got to be able to have the hard conversations. It's not all rainbows and unicorns in any shape or form. You've got to be able to motivate people, but when they're not doing what they should be doing or things aren't going in the direction that you need them to go, you've got to be able to steer that ship. So I think go into it with your eyes wide open and hold the mirror up on yourself. I think leadership is... um, not always about the people that you're leading. Sometimes it means you've got to hold the mirror up to yourself and work in some areas in yourself um, that are reflected in your leadership. But it's super fun. It's the best thing ever. I love it. So um, if it's something that you're passionate about doing, honestly, go for it. It's, I mean, you made some really, really important points there. One of them about being caring about others' success the, the success of a team is dependent on on not being an individual, you know, massive individual within that team. And really, it's got to be like a, a large ecosystem that's dependent on each other, works with each other and helps each other grow. And I think that, um, you know, just the, the submission that came in really – talks to that and really points mm. that out your your team clearly not only they say they love you they love you but it's the respect behind it and the fact that i think anyone all of us here have, have led teams and uh, one of the most important um you know things in leading a team is understanding that everyone in your team is motivated by different things are at different levels and stages of their development both personally and professionally and being able to to keep that engaged like person a over here is so different to person b and all the different facets of keeping that team engaged and mm. you know it it speaks it jumps from the page what you've been able to do in, in, with your team ah oh, thank you and i think one of the most important things i think as a leader as well is how you navigate your team's brand across the business. And I feel like that ultimately, you know, the team are doing the work, but that ultimately sits on my shoulders, you know. So I spend a lot of time building those relationships out in the business. A lot of the work we do within our TA function is done as a collective. You know, we've just done this big piece of work across our tech hiring, and that was done with our tech community, you know, hand in glove. So the more we can 
become integrated with how the business, you know, the challenges the business is having in particular recruitment areas and work really closely with them. So we feel like we're a partnership. You just build that brand. Um, and the TA brand at REA is, yeah, we're very fortunate. It's a, it's a super strong brand. I think, Pam, um, you know, the interesting thing listening to you today, it, 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 I know you've, you've, you've acknowledged you had to work on yourself as well, which, which I know you, you have done and you've done a really great job. I also think the culture of REA, having seen a little bit of the organisation, you're in the right home <laughs> in, yes. terms of the, in terms of the environment and the DNA. And I know we quipped with Craig pre-Christmas that, hey, if you're in talent, I'm going to use the word attraction, if you're in talent attraction today and your company is not the right home and it's not investing in the function and you're, it's treating you like a, a second-class citizen, then just leave because there's lots of other places out mm. there today. So I think you know reflecting on it as well the culture you're in is is the alignment of you and that organization is really tight and yes. it's really good i think it's a really good lesson for others who are looking at i mean there's loads of people looking for jobs at the moment in our industry and doing the diligence on the culture yeah. is actually more important than doing the diligence on the yeah. job because Absolutely, you've got to be able Gareth. to thrive in that culture and and have the um the the, the rope to play with which yeah. i think rea has given you and you've just because of who you are, you've just grabbed it and run. Um, and, and, and so I think that's a really interesting. No, you're absolutely right. And it's, you know, it is a sort of environment where, Gareth, you can just, you can dream, you can come up with an idea and then you can just run with it. And it'd be a really, really hard place to leave, to be perfectly honest. Mm. You know, you've got strong leadership. I've got a beautiful team. It's a great brand. We're invested in, you know, I tick so many of those boxes, which is just the perfect storm for, you know, for all these great results. That's fantastic. So, so no one can hire you, is that what you're saying? <laughs> my boss did say to me I had to deactivate my LinkedIn account last night. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone be tapping, tapping, so, tapping on the shoulder. Another question here. So what did your boss say to you last night when he or she found out about you uh, being such a winner? Uh, you know, Mary, um, I was Mary's first hire. So she joined REA and then three months later she hired me. And I know we're not supposed to swear, but her first words to me were, if you F this up, um, you're, you know, you're, you're out the door. And I look, I have a beautiful relationship with Mary and she's one of the main reasons why three and a half years later I'm still here. Uh, she's obviously absolutely over the moon. Um, yeah, she was, yeah, she was tickled pink, super proud, didn't want it on any of the channels. She said, we want to celebrate you, but we don't want anyone else out there to, <laughs> to know that you exist. But yeah, super, super proud. A sort of extension on that, Pam, now being the Enterprise Talent Leader of the Year within our industry, are you open to people who are aspiring or certain way through their journey of leadership within our industry reaching out to you to to sort of get some pointers or or even advice on their journey? Yeah, oh, 100%, absolutely. Like I actually think that's a critical part of my role. You know, my leadership team are hot on my heels and absolutely successes into my role. And, you know, I see it as my job to get them ready to be in the spotlight like this in, you know, in the next year or two. So, yes, 100%. Because it's funny, we all have these mentors or these people in our industry that we look up to and think they're, wow, that's the person, I want to talk mm. to them. You're just elevated to that person. You're the top of the tree. People are going to be going, oh, I want to talk to Pam. I need to talk to Pam. So, Oh, that's that's mind-boggling. Gareth is actually next event because they'll be wanting to selfie the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a selfie with the Be careful what you wish for, don't you, Pam? <laughs> 
I can still remember meeting Gareth for the first time at Buco. I don't know if you remember it, Gareth, and I honestly had you on such a pedestal. I was like, oh, my God, he just knows everything about TA. <laughs> oh, that myth was shattered. Oh, thanks, Laura. Anytime, mate, anytime. <laughs> but look, from, from us, from Gareth, um, from everyone in the industry. From our community. Yeah, massive congratulations. and. Mm. The judges got it right. There's no doubting that the judges got it right this year and what you've achieved. You should be very proud of yourself. And we know how humble you are and you don't like this, but it's been an amazing achievement for you individually and as a team and as a company. And we, when the announcement was made, we were just so – Lauren and I were just Oh, we've known for a long time. But we've known yeah, everything we, for a we long time. We were so <laughs> happy. We were so happy. So um, thanks for joining with us today. And over the next year, we'll probably lean on you a bit and say, look, we need to speak to Enterprise Talent Leader of the Year to get her opinion on, on this <laughs> Topic. brush up my skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Craig, Lauren, uh, Gareth, thank you so much. I am so honestly so deeply touched. I can't even begin to explain it. So thank you so much. Oh, you're uh, more than welcome. No worries. Well, thank you for joining us, Gareth and Pam. And again, congratulations. So everyone out there, it's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. See everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Hire anyone, anywhere, quickly and easily. Use our AI-enabled, automated, fully compliant global employment platform powered by our in-house worldwide HR experts. Trust the number one named industry leader that consistently attained 98% customer satisfaction ratings. That's right. It's huge. Globalization partners succeed faster. To learn more, visit their website, globalization-partners.com, and that's globalization with a Z, and don't forget to tell them, Tarpod sent you. Thanks for listening to Tarpod, and please don't forget to subscribe. And make sure you listen to the outtakes at the end of the episode. They're usually the best bit. Thank you. I've had all sorts of technical issues this morning. I've come into the office for the first time in God knows how long. And all of my like access has been pulled. I couldn't get into the car park. Oh, God. I actually thought I'd been fired. <laughs> to Mary <laughs> you. Gonna say. So is this actually going to be like released and aired? On Craig Monday. and Lauren. Okay, because I've been on holiday for the last I don't know how long, and I'm not entirely sure I can string a coherent TA sentence together yet. So if I completely f it up, can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I'm running on coffee, babe. So oh, that's I will going, f up left, right, and centre. That's today. going straight in there. Look at my eyes. I look like I haven't slept for about six weeks, which is probably pretty accurate.